The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. A happy new year. From us to you, welcome into another year of On the Block. I'm Austin Norman, joined as always by the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Eric Strickland. Stricky, welcome back to town. It is good to see you, my friend. How is your 2024 started? Well, you know, Austin, it's off to a good start. Got a lot of things I need to take care of, especially. But we're here. We've made it. 2024. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And my Let's Marlon go. Brando. <laughs> I, I appreciate you leaning into all of this. That has really made my day. Oh, so thoughts and prayers for, for Stricky's voice. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is it OTB? Is it, is it Austin? What is the new? Yeah, well, yeah. Tell the folks about it. Yeah. Man. So we're, we're trying something new. Instead of me and or Strick tweeting the lineup every day from our personal accounts, we're going to have a more kind of inclusive, holistic, on-the-block Twitter account. Everything you need for on-the-block. The daily rundown of the show, um, clips and articles that we'll be talking about, um, show highlights and clips from the day before or the day of, all in one spot for you if you go to at on-the-block 93.7. Again, at on-the-block 93.7 on Twitter. That is your one Stop shop for everything and everything. I mean everything that Strick and I are talking about. We'll get to that here in just a sec with uh, Teach Tape Tuesday. I've posted the clips that we're going to be talking about to that Twitter account again at on the block ninety three seven. Uh, our goal is to hit fifty followers here by the end of the week. So we want to be one of those first fifty. Um, be in first, be ground level. Might even follow a few of you back if we know you're you're super fans of the show. 
and of 93.7 the ticket. So again, at on the block 93.7. Give Strick and I a follow on Twitter as well, at eStrick20 and Austin underscore Orman while you're at it there. Um, if you have any thoughts on anything we're talking about throughout the show here, let us know. 402 465 or 464-5685. I'm out of practice after just a few days away. Um, that's all right. We're going to jump right into it here, Strick, with uh, Teach Tape Tuesday and the college football playoff, starting with the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Michigan 27, Alabama 20. We'll get to more of a, a recap later in the show, but a couple plays that stood out to me. First of all, Strick, I hate that I can't find it, but I'll, I'll come and look at it. Go ahead. That's okay. I promise it's there. I will I will send it to you here. Yeah, um, it, uh, for some reason, I cannot find it. And it's <clears throat> it's um it's unbelievable how my computer sometimes acts, Austin. It doesn't want to act right. I need I need <laughs> to put it on punishment sometimes. Understandable. <laughs> um the yeah. the first play that I want to talk about, Strick, was I guess two plays, the overtime runs by Blake Corum. Two plays in overtime and Michigan's in the end zone because of Blake Corum. He is a stud. And Strick, what I saw from him, especially on that last touchdown run, two jump cuts. Great patience, mm. right? Cuts back mm. against the flow of everything. You see the acceleration after the cuts. You see the explosion, the patience, and then the toughness to finish the run, right? It's hard to score when you get inside the red zone or close to the red zone, especially against the defense, the caliber of Alabama's. But that Michigan run game in the biggest moment made it look easy, and I think that's just because Blake Corum is that special of a back, and that offensive line has been that good for so long. Yeah, um... What I was impressed by is they stayed true to form. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't do anything that I love the creativity. Let me just mm-hmm. say that. That's one of the things that I talked about with Nebraska for so long is that it was bland. But what right. I was seeing from them, like for example, the one play where they had literally two Blake Corm, the first touchdown he had, they had two people open. Because what they did is misdirection action. They had a jet going the other way, and they ran Quorum straight out of the backfield mm-hmm. because guess who? They, they read man coverage, so the linebacker on the strong side was the one that had to cover. They gave him some eye candy going away. Safeties mm-hmm. have to then figure out what's going to be going on that way. And they had two people wide open going opposite mm-hmm. with misdirection. Those are the things that... I've always wanted to see with Nebraska. I, 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 we couldn't. We're not like Michigan can do that. Mm-hmm. Michigan can literally line up and say, "We're coming downhill. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do with us?" Nebraska can't do that. They can't do that. So mm-hmm. they have to give more eye candy to mm-hmm. people. And I just didn't didn't see that creativity. And 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 that I will say, that's what most impressed me. Defense was phenomenal because mm-hmm. they really got after Milrow. How did they ever? And and you, when you look at the seg- second part of it is they really, really, really just stayed solid. Mm-hmm. They didn't come at him in the same manner because they knew one of the best adjustment teams in the country consistently is Alabama. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to give them a lot of the same stuff that you gave them in the first because they will take it and exploit that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The next play from that game strike, Alabama's possession in overtime, the fourth and goal stop. Yeah. The first thought I had was that is so uncreative. That is so unimaginative. What are you doing, Bill O'Brien? What are you doing, Alabama? But here's the thing, Strick. Look who the OC is. The, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. The the view from behind the play from the opposite end zone shows you it might have worked. Mm-hmm. Except two things. Number one, bad snap. Milrow had to go down and get it. Threw the timing off a little bit. And then on the the strong side of the play, the, the hole was to the weak side, right? If Milrow mm-hmm. is able to catch the snap and bounce it to the around with the pulling uh, guard or tackle to the left, that's one thing. Josiah Stewart, transfer from Coastal Carolina of all places. All 245, 250 pounds of him gets up under and into the five-star tackle, J.C. Latham, blows him up, knocks him into Milrow, knocks Milrow down, ball over game with. over. We saw that a few times straight. I mean, we had this issue with Nebraska and Cam Jurgens for a while with the bad snaps. I don't know if Milrow panicked or didn't see it. Maybe if he goes left, he has to fight his way in, and there's a shot for him there. I'm going to credit... Michigan for blowing that play up because even with the bad snap, Milrow had a chance yeah, at it. Yeah, there's no question. Um, <clears throat> I just, I was just totally impressed because they, you know, say what you will about them. I was impressed all the way around because teams in the past would have wilted, would have folded, mm-hmm. but they truly believed they were them. They mm-hmm. were, they were, they were the ones. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> most people would have been. You know, coming into it like the aura of what this game was, but they did not the <laughs> whole time. Mm-hmm. And so, shout out to JJ McCarthy as well, just being solid, not trying to overdo anything, and mm-hmm. guys just making making basic plays. And uh, even shout out to Milrow. I thought you know he did pretty well. I mean, I just think there was instances with penalties, which Michigan being one of the least penalized teams mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. like. Don't even games with no penalties. Mm-hmm. So that's the discipline that was created in them. Whereas on the other hand, you saw false start penalties, mm-hmm. uh, lack of discipline, a, a couple of uh, you know uh, uh, unsportsmanlike type of situations and stuff like that. So that that's that could be part of the difference as well in the, that game. The one penalty I thought was going to come back and bite Michigan was the block in the back on Roman Wilson when Quorum has space to run down the sideline. You want to do basically that whole game. Yeah, you get a first down, you keep the chains moving. Um, but that that wasn't ideal for for Michigan, obviously. Um, let's move to Washington, Texas, and then there's a kind of an overall takeaway from both games that I think works well in Teach Tape Tuesday because Nebraska's had issues with it in the past too. Uh, but we'll get to that in a sec. Texas, Washington. You have the Huskies up 34 to 21 at the end of the third quarter. Texas ran five plays in the third quarter. Strick. Then here come. The Longhorns. They start gashing that Washington defense on the ground. They move it down to field goal range, kick the field goal, um, kind of get the stop, don't really get the stop, sort of get the stop, but they get the ball back with like 45 seconds to go, slinging it downfield. <clears throat> the difference in this game was Washington saw a play once and then adapted. Texas throws that quick goal line fade up to A.D. Mitchell, who has now caught a touchdown in five straight college football playoff games, which is just unreal. That's insane. A perfect throw from Quinn Ewers over the top. You see Mitchell kind of jump too early, but have the hang time to still reach out and snare it. They go back to that well again on the final play of the game. Elijah Jackson, the cornerback for Washington, not in great position. Drake, he was about five yards off of Mitchell when the ball was thrown, but he breaks there quick enough. Smack! Like, mm-hmm. Dikembe, you know, Giannis sort of get that out of here. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give Mitchell a chance for it. The first throw from Ewers was on the money. Perfect. Spot on. If Ewers throws that ball to the front pylon, Texas might have tied that game up and had a chance to win it. Yeah, I think so too. And and um, 
That's the one thing about that moment. That moment right there that you're talking about, you're speaking of, it's one of those moments that every freaking uh, young man, young woman Mm -hmm. dreams about. They have these dreams, you know, of sugar plums dancing in their heads of those types of moments. Mm -hmm. There's two outcomes in that moment. You're a gamer or you tense up. You're a gamer or you're a goner. Or you're a goner. And, and you tense up sometimes in those moments. This is why sometimes you have free. It, it, it happens in all sports, Austin. Um, that's the same thing in a last second shot. It's the same thing in a free throw where these free throws are either going to get us in it or they're going to win it or they're going to close it out. That's the difference of being gamer. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where in baseball, you have a, a bases loaded situation where, you know, this hit here can determine. And, and it was beautiful for me to watch one of my teammates in, in the minor leagues be in that moment and win. Mm. But it's one that you dream about and you'll never forget. Either way, mm-hmm. you'll never forget because you wish you can recapture it. You wish you can pull it back. You wish you could rewind time just to do it a little bit differently. Maybe mm-hmm. I had something else I would have seen. So <clears throat> I think he I think he tensed up in that moment because it it didn't it didn't look like a confident throwing motion to me. It, it looked of, like you, throw it up, give my guy a chance. That, that was it. it. It didn't look like it mm-hmm. was it was it was a targeted or it was mm-hmm. I'm trying to thought out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it just was just let me just get it up there and you know, similar to somebody shooting a shot, just, oh, let me, let me just get it up there. You know, maybe it goes in, maybe somebody rebounds it. You know, we'll, we, that's just one of those things. For your money, Strick, who was the best quarterback in the semifinals? McCarthy, Milrow, Penix, Ewers. Penix, bro. To me, Penix. The darts Penix was throwing on a rope. I mean, I was talking to some of my friends, Austin. And I'm gonna throw this player out, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what you say now. I'm gonna. I'm, let me. Let me say this. Sardar Hammond text line as well. Um, I'm, I'm gonna talk to DP, and we may get somebody. And I'm gonna see if I can. There's something I can give away. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I can give away um, something. But I want to do a trivia, and, and we'll do it again. I'm gonna mm. put it out here now. Um, and we'll just one way, I'm going to see if I can get something to, to give away or it's just going to be a fun little quick trivia question. There was a person that I said, Michael Penix was looking like the way he was throwing balls, the way he was getting out of the pocket and resetting and firing. There was one player in the past that he looked like to me, mm-hmm. um, off air, I'll get your answer, but if you remember the clip or you can find it, text in. You're the winner. Yo, listen. Michael, there's a player, former NFL guy, former college great, that Michael Penix, to me, looked like without one element, and that's his feet. Mm. That's the only element that I couldn't say there was commonality to, but that arm and reading the situations. I remember mm-hmm. one where I think they might have been on the 20-yard line. I got pretty good play recall, but they would have been on the 20-yard line. Looked like um, <clears throat> It looked like they were in a cover two. Texas was in a cover two. Safeties slightly 
uh, parted. It looked like a um, three wide receiver set with a slot guy. Slot guy ran kind of um, a, not a skinny post, probably a regular post, and got right into that middle, and he fired it right between the guys before they could get there. It's like he he knew. Oh, that, that last touchdown, right? The one where they he, he ran like a post, and he— Yeah, and he split the guys, two defenders and the ref. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, mm-hmm. that that's special on a rope. Mm-hmm. So, who is the guy? Who is the quarterback that I'm talking about that that y'all would say that Michael Penix was looking like oh. with the, with his arm? Let's run through the quarterbacks here in, in these games. Straight, I think Penix is the the right answer. Right, he was balling. It's those deep throws. I mean, kind of got lucky on the one that got deflected that Polk ended up catching, but. Hey, better lucky than good sometimes, right? That, that's what but it comes down to. It was still there. It, it was. It's just the defense was just mm-hmm. really, I mean, got a hand on it. I mean, I thought it was a great effort on defense. Go ahead. Um, yours struggled but came back. That first half, not very good for Quinn Ooh, Ewers at like all. 77 but, yards. Right. When he needed to respond, though, again, aside from that final throw, he pretty much did. He ends the night 24 of 43 for 318 yards. The one touchdown on the quick fade there to, to A.D. Mitchell. Um, I, I would rank them this way, Strick. Penix at one. I'm going to put McCarthy at two. Mm. Not just because his team won the game. He, again, threw some lasers, got a little lucky. The one that went to Wilson for like 29, 30 yards, tipped by 32 for Alabama, but still got there. That tells me it had good velocity, you know, and he has the arm to get it through. Um Almost had disaster on the first play of the game. Yeah. Trying to, to make something happen when there's nothing available. Um, he's just lucky the guy didn't reestablish position. Otherwise, we might be talking about a completely different ball game. But Strick, what stands out to me about J.J. McCarthy was the poise when his team was down. They needed that drive um, down 20 to 13. Had to have it. And they got it. J.J. Mm-hmm. McCarthy looked good there. Um, used his feet too, right? Not a lot, but just enough to keep Alabama honest. I think Jalen Milrow had the toughest task of anyone, right? Bama's defense is, is really good, but Bama's defense isn't as good as Michigan's right. this year. McCarthy played well against a good defense, not a, an absolute top-tier elite defense. Milrow, 16 of 23 for 116 through the air, but 21 carries for 63 yards strike. He was sacked five times, and yet at the end of the game, what is Michigan saying? We knew he was going to get the ball because he's their best player. That's the level of respect Michigan had for Jalen Milrow, who even though the numbers aren't that gaudy, I thought still played a pretty darn good football game. Yeah, I, I do too. Listen, I, there's nothing I can say, you know, comeback player of the year. Who, who I, I thought he did based on where he started mm-hmm. and to how he finished. Um, they don't win the SEC championship game without Jalen Milrow. No, they don't get there without Jalen Milrow. They, it's not even close. Mm-mm. So um, I will say that at the skill positions, Alabama doesn't have the level that Jameson Williams and not what they have. They, they don't not what they've had in the past. <laughs> uh, not the stuff that Bryce Williams was having. The, or Tua uh, or Mac Jones. You know what I'm saying? Any of them. Any of them. They don't have those levels. And hurts for them to manage that. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to give a shout out to uh, Jalen Mil- Milrow for mm-hmm. just his ability to navigate it to understand that. I don't have this, but let me figure out how we can use it still to our advantage to be successful. And um, he he knew when to use his feet, how to use his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was impressed. I just was impressed. And and listen, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. 
this is a great way, I think, for the college football playoff in the semifinal. That was one of the best semifinals um, in the four-team era to me. Last year and this year, <clears throat> we're both really good. If yeah. you look at Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan, TCU yeah. last year, I mean, Strick, we had a lot of blowouts the first seven, eight years of this thing. The last two years, the semifinals have absolutely delivered. You have, a, what, a three-point game and a six-point game last year. You have, what would this be, a seven-point game in a six-point game this year. Incredible, incredibly well done. And this is where I'll echo what you said. It stinks that Florida State got hosed, but because they put Alabama in, I think we got two elite college football games. No question. I would have been disappointed had... had um, And I'm going to be honest. Again, we're going to say that quarterbacks matter. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't no no woke wokeism statement. <laughs> That's just... It is in a protection statement because mm-hmm. I was watching videos, uh, Austin, yesterday of freaking NF. I wish you guys could go back, man. Just YouTube old videos of quarterbacks and the punishment they used to take back in the day. And it ain't it ain't so me saying quarterbacks matter don't come from that 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 statement. I'm saying, uh, boy, gosh, they used to get murdered. Um, I'm saying quarterbacks from the standpoint of the success of your team and your program is significantly greater with mm-hmm. great quarterback play. Go ahead. We'll get to that. I found some astounding recruiting numbers on that. We're going to keep talking some college football playoff here in a little bit when it comes to recruiting and great quarterbacks and just how much, not just a good, but elite quarterback can elevate a team. We've seen that with Washington. We've seen that with some of the Pete Clemson teams. There's some really interesting numbers to get to on that. We'll talk special teams in a little bit because both winners Almost lost due to their special teams. Michigan, two mistakes. Washington, a key one. But for now, we're going to take a break and play the shootout with Strick. 402-464-5685. 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings is the prize. A gift card, gift certificate for you. All you have to do is take down Strick in a game of trivia. We'll step aside. When we get back, we will play the shootout with Strick. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 